Welcome to the Non-Anxious Leader Podcast. I'm Jack Shitama, author, teacher, speaker, and coach. I focus on your spiritual, emotional, and physical well-being to help you be the best leader possible. Each episode explores research and practical tips so you can be a non-anxious presence personally and professionally. And now, here's the show. Welcome to episode 12 of the Non-Anxious Leader Podcast. I'm Jack Shitama, and today's topic is balancing gratitude and ambition. This came up a week or so ago when I was having a conversation with a colleague, and he said almost offhandedly, he's still trying to figure out how to balance gratitude with ambition. And that really got me thinking because I think we do need to be able to balance those two things, that that we definitely want to be people of gratitude, people who express gratitude, but we also want to make our lives better and we want to make the world around us better. The benefits of gratitude are well established. Uh, They include being more open to relationships, improving both our physical and psychological health, uh, having more empathy and less aggression, uh, sleeping better, having better self-esteem, and more mental fortitude. The benefits of gratitude are pretty well established by research in randomized control studies. It shows that people who kept gratitude journals or wrote letters of thanks were happier and healthier. Researchers also found that when people are grateful, it at least partially mitigates the effects of stress. It's important to understand that gratitude is more than superficial giving of thanks. It comes from within and it is meaningful. By definition, gratitude is connected to the world around us. It's more than just giving thanks for the things that we have. It's also being grateful for the people and experiences that give our life meaning, as well as the ability to make a difference in the world around us. So how do you express gratitude? Some people suggest that it's good to keep a gratitude journal. Just spend a few minutes each day writing down the things for which you are grateful Or perhaps uh, during uh, some spiritual time, meditation time, or prayer time, you can give thanks for the things in your life uh, that are meaningful. Making gratitude a daily habit will make you healthier, happier, and even more productive. Studies show that people who express gratitude daily are 12% more productive. So gratitude on its own is worth expressing It's worth making a practice in your life. The question is, how do you balance gratitude with ambition? Because by its very nature, ambition is not being satisfied with the way things are. So the challenge as a leader is to have a healthy balance, to be a person of gratitude, but also be a person who is not satisfied and is working every day to make things better. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, ambition is defined as an ardent desire for rank, fame, or power. So there are two components to ambition. The first is achievement, because 
by its very nature, ambition will cause us to want to achieve things. But the second part of that is recognition. It's the ability to distinguish ourselves from other people, either through rank, either through the ability to say, I am better than this person, or I have power over this person, or I am a famous person. So ambition has this external component that drives the achievement. It's not just achievement for its own sake. Now, one interesting thing about ambitious people is that they experience almost constant dissatisfaction and or frustration. Ambitious people, because they are never going to be able to get enough rank or power or fame, are always going to be looking at the next challenge. This is pretty consistent with human behavior. There is something called hedonistic adaptation. You may be familiar with this, and it's the idea that when you get something new or experiencing something new, it makes you really jazzed up and happy. But then after a while, you adapt to that feeling, and then you want something more. This is why materialism will never make us happy. If you've ever bought a new car, uh, you have that smell, that feeling that you have a new car, and that's great, and it feels great, but after a while, that feeling wears off. That you Then you have just a car, or even eventually an old car, and then, of course, you want a new car later. So the same principle applies to ambition. Unless you are king or queen of the world, you are never going to have enough rank, power, or fame. And I, I would say even uh, being the president of the most powerful nation is not the pinnacle of rank, power, and fame. There's always some place to look where you could say, well, gosh, I wish I were the leader of China because they have more people, or I wish I was a leader of another country because they are happier, and so on and so forth. So ambition never has an end to it, and that's what makes it difficult to balance gratitude and ambition. What I would like to say in helping us to do this is to actually not use the word ambition, but to use the word aspiration. Webster defines aspiration as a strong desire to achieve something high or great. So it lacks the external component of rank or recognition or fame. And so if you were to think about the difference between extrinsic and intrinsic motivation, extrinsic motivation means that we are motivated by things outside of ourselves, perhaps. Uh, it could be fear. It could be um, this desire for rank or fame. It could be money, but extrinsic motivation comes from outside of ourselves. Intrinsic motivation comes from inside. And so I think aspiration is more consistent with this idea of intrinsic motivation. And we know that people who are intrinsically motivated actually are more persistent. They have more grit. They're willing to actually push through obstacles and challenges uh, so that they can achieve the things that really motivate them. So this difference between ambition and aspiration, I think, is significant. Ambition, we are never going to be satisfied. Aspiration will enable us to 
think about the things that are really important in life, the things that are meaningful, the things for which we express gratitude, but that we want to make better. We can be aspirational. We can focus on the things that we know will make a difference in our own lives, in the lives of our families, in the lives of the organizations that we serve. So I think even though people will say that ambitious people will achieve more, I believe that aspirational people will make a bigger difference because to me the difference between ambition and aspiration is that ambition is more personally motivated and more extrinsically motivated whereas aspiration is more intrinsically motivated and focused on really improving things. Now, if we are trying to improve ourselves personally, then yeah, that's a little more self-centered, a little more selfish, perhaps definitely more self-interested. But oftentimes as leaders, we are trying to improve personally so that we can be more effective in the ways that we serve. So for example, if we exercise, sleep well, and uh, eat a, a healthy diet, this makes us more effective in our jobs and our relationships. And so it doesn't just impact us, it impacts the world around us in positive ways. So the title of this podcast is actually not entirely correct. It's not about balancing gratitude and ambition, because I think ambition is a trap. But when we seek to balance gratitude and aspiration, I think we are able to focus as a leader on the things that can really make a difference in this world. Tension makes life interesting. Tension is a must in storytelling, often in the form of conflict between opposing characters or the tension between where the protagonist currently is and where she is trying to go, literally or figuratively. There's tension in just about everything. For example, the body needs exercise, but you can't exercise every day because there also has to be rest. It's that rest that actually allows the muscles to get stronger and the body to get more fit. Some three decades ago, I read the book Imagination of the Heart by Paul Scott Wilson, which is actually a book on sermon preparation. And in there, he said, a good sermon keeps the tension between law and gospel, between judgment and grace. It's these kind of opposing concepts that when kept in tension creates a spark. And he used the metaphor of a battery in which you hooked wires to the two opposing poles, a positive and the negative pole. And then you took those wires and you put them very close together without them touching. And when you held them close together without them touching, a spark was created between them. So I like to think of this same thing when we think of the tension between gratitude and aspiration. If we can hold them in tension together, if we can hold them close together without favoring one or the other, a spark can occur. It can create energy in our lives to not only be content with what we have, but also to be striving to improve things for our own lives and the lives of the world around us. So what can we do if we are trying to hold 
gratitude and aspiration intention. The first, I think, is to develop a discipline of doing both gratitude and aspiration. So if you are journaling, write down those things for which you're grateful, but also write down the things that you want to do to make things better. And I always like to focus on the idea of what is your next action that comes from David Allen's getting things done or focusing on the next small step. What? How can I move things forward in one small way? So that comes from the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan, in which you think big, but you act small. You can think big in terms of, you know, the, what, what you really want to do to make a difference in this world, but you need to think small in terms of what is that next thing I can do to move things forward. I think another thing that we can do is we can focus on effort and not results. This comes from Carol Dweck's growth mindset in which people who have a growth mindset are willing to try new things, are willing to fail. They are willing to focus on effort and not results because they know that the results don't always come when we want them to. But if we focus on effort, we know that we are moving things forward. Even when they don't work out the way that we want them to, we are learning from them. Finally, I think we need to always remember that we don't do this alone. We are part of something larger than ourselves. So remembering that we need help and that we should ask for help is an important part of being both grateful and aspirational. We're grateful that we have people that we can go to for help. We're grateful that we can go to God for help. And yet we are aspirational because we are asking for help to make things better, not just for ourselves, but more importantly, for the things that we do that make a difference for others. So having that kind of balance between gratitude and aspiration, between personal effort and needing the help of the community around us is really important. I think it creates that tension. It creates that spark that gives us energy, that keeps us excited and passionate and wanting to move forward to make a difference in this world. Keeping gratitude and aspiration in that proper tension will help you to be content with what you have and who you are, but also will help you to aspire to always make things better, not just for yourself, but more importantly, for this world in which we live. I think that's what leaders do. Leaders help initiate change. Leaders make things better. I've said this before, if you're not trying to make things better, you're really not a leader, you're a manager. You're just managing things. If you're a leader, by definition, you are trying to initiate change for the better. So the tension between gratitude and aspiration, I think, is a part of who we are as leaders. If we are able to do that properly, we will be able to sustain the kind of effort that can have long-term impact. So that's it for today's episode. I will put links in the show notes so that you can look at some of the references I made. And as always, you can go to the nonanxiousleader.com for more resources. So until next time, thanks and goodbye. Thank you for listening. 
If you found this episode helpful, there are two things you can do to help others find this podcast. First, tap the subscribe button on your podcast app. And second, leave a review. I appreciate your help. Finally, you can find more resources as well as subscribe to my blog at thenonanxiousleader.com. Now, go be yourself.